This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. fans and welcome to the studios of the old bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at hamburg all stars i am your host as always mr luke jennings hoping the podcast finds you fine and dandy here in the first week of february please do not forget to follow us on twitter at old bakery pro and to hit the subscribe button here on our home the place to be wrestling network home of great shows such as ptb intimate event nation invasion highway to the impact zone memphis continental wrestling cast pure russia passion monday night project and many many other great shows brought to you on a near daily basis you can follow the network on twitter at ptbn wrestling and don't forget our sister network the north south connection again available on all good podcast suppliers bringing you such great shows such as new gen on a mission wrestling Warzone, zone a with keefe the jenny position extreme where we dance chronoso and many other great shows covering wrestling and non-wrestling you can follow the guys on twitter at no so pod network you can also find them on youtube some of their podcasts are video only podcasts you can find them on youtube simply search north south connection and you will find us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at MemphisCast. allows you to watch a cornucopia of wrestling from Memphis to Florida to Central States to Japan to Britain to Australia to anything you name it, it's probably on there. You can go and join uh, over 400 subscribers to the uh, the 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 YouTube. And while you're out and about online, please visit whenitwascool.com for podcasts, articles, and much more on retro pop culture, comics, wrestling, movies, TV, toys, history, and more. And while you're out and about, please visit the history of WWE.com for a whole plethora of information on WWF WWE. WF, WWE, slash whatever whatever they call it nowadays. Um, you can look at uh, the history of um, arenas. You can look at the history of TV shows. You can look at the history of TV, of um, of years, of, of house shows, of titles, of anything anything you can think of. Graham and Richard have got you covered. They also um, cover WCW, slash NWA, TNA, Ring of Honor, Smoky Mountain. It's just a um, if you if you're a big fan of um, wrestling uh, history and knowledge and just information, Richard and Graham have got you covered. You can also find Richard on um, Twitter. He is at Masked Wrestlers. He's also got a Patreon as well, a very good Patreon. If you look on there, there'll be some information. Um, uh, but yeah, Patreon where he has got some lots of little rare little rare things that you can watch and listen to. Um, so yeah, just find Richard Land on Twitter. Uh, this week we are covering the 31st of December 1977. That's right, we've got to the end of 1977. I say got to the end. We didn't really have a lot of 1977 to cover, but we are here. Um, next week, we are, or next time you join us, we're doing, um, we'll then fast forward to the end of January. Uh, 1978, we've got a bit more sort of, there's lots of gaps in the footage, but there's a bit more to it, if you know what I mean. There's a bit, so we can link things through. Um, so yes, so last week 
Last time you joined us, we covered the 12th of November 1977, where we saw chiefs, granddads, butchers, future links, and much more. Before we head down to ringside, let's have a quick scout around to see what's happened since then. I won't give you every detail, because we will be here forever. But... On the 21st of November 1977, there is a show in Madison Square Garden, 17,914. Attendance seems to be rather low, but that may be at 21st, possibly Thanksgiving, maybe? I don't know when Thanksgiving was in 1977. Um, but there is a show, anywho, anywho, and we see WWF Champion Superstar Billy Graham defeat Peter Marvier by countout. WWF Tag Team Champions Toro Tanaka and Mr. Fuji defeat Tony Guerrero and Larry Zabisco. Mel Mascaras defeats Larry Sharp. Dusty Rhodes defeats Butcher for Sean. Ken Patera defeats Dewey Robertson. Chief Jay Strongbow defeats Jack Evans. Stan Stajak defeats Dominic Danucci. Baron Mikel Sakluna defeats Johnny Rivera. Down in Memphis, in the Mid-South Coliseum, 5,813 witness Phil Hickerson and Dennis Condry defeating Norvell Austin and Jimmy Gibbons. Sonny King defeats Terry Gordy. David Schultz defeats Ken Dillinger. Jerry Lawler and Big Red defeat the Samoans. They are Tio and Tapu. Is that the Samoans? No, I'm not sure they are. Mike Stark defeats Bill Dundee in a coal miners glove match. Southern champion Joey Lawler defeats Mr. Wrestling. Uh, what else have we got? Oh, Thanksgiving's on the 24th because there is a show in the Omni in Atlanta. 11,000 witness Tony Atlas defeating Abdullah the Butcher. Ernie Ladd and Thunderbolt Patterson defeating Pac Song and the Sheik. Dick Slater and Mr. Wrestling 2 defeat Ole Anderson and Stan Hansen. Tommy Rich defeats David Schultz. Charlie Cook and Raymond Rougeau defeat the interns. Richard Blood defeats Jimmy Grabmeyer. Jerry Stubbs defeats Randy Savage. 26th of November, Dusty Rhodes wins the Florida title from Buddy Wolf in St. Louis, sorry, in St. Petersburg. Uh, there is also on the 26th a show in the Civic Center in Port Baltimore, Maryland. 8,800 witnessed Johnny Rods defeating Baron McElsacluna, Nikolai Volkov defeating Pat Reeves, Larry Sharp and Jack Evans defeating Lenny Hurst and Dennis Johnson. Ivan Putski wrestled Ken Patera to a draw. World champion Billy Graham defeated Larry Zabisco via disqualification. Dominic Danucci defeated Butcher for Sean by disqualification. Peter Maivia, Tony Guerrero, and Chief J. Strongbow defeat the Golden Terror, Pat, uh, Toro Tanaka, <laughs> Mr. Fuji. You think Tanaka, you think Pat Tanaka. Uh, 28th of November 1977, Dennis Condry and Phil Hickerson win the Southern Tag Team titles from Norvell Austin and Bill Dundee. There's also Jimmy Valiant defeating Jerry Lawler in a $20,000 versus title stretcher match to win the Southern title. We have got 6th of December 1977, Ivan Koloff and Mr. Soyito win a tournament in Tampa, Florida to win the Florida Tag Team titles. On the same show, NWA World Champion Harley Race defeats Dusty Rhodes by disqualification. The 8th of December 1977, there is a show in the Sumo Hall in Tokyo, Japan, as New Japan Pro Wrestling put on a show featuring Marty Jones versus Kenga Kamora. Ricky Choshu defeated the Golden Falcon, um, amongst others. There's also Antonio Inoki defeating the Great Antonio by knockout in a match that turned shoot. That's an infamous one, that is. Uh, where are we? 10th of December, Philadelphia Spectrum show, televised on the Prism Network. 19,500 witness Davey O'Hannon defeating Steve King. Joe Turco defeating Ted Adams. Baron Mikel defeated Frank Williams. Nikolai Volkov defeated 
Pete Reeves, Gerlin Monsoon defeated Stan Stasek, Ivan Putski defeated Butcher for Sean, Tag Team Champions Toro Tanaka and Mr. Fuji defeat Tony Guerrero and Larry Zabisco, Bruno San Martino beats World Champion Superstar Billy Graham via Countout. 11th of December 1977, South Coliseum in Memphis. 10,800 witness Norvell Austin and Jerry Bryant and Mr. Wrestling defeated... Sorry, Norvell Austin, Jerry Bryant, Mr. Wrestling and Robert Gibson defeat Ken Dillinger, Sonny King, Frankie Lane and David Schultz. Southern Tag Team Champs Dennis Condry and Phil Hickerson defeat the Samoans, Tio and Tapu. Tapu? Tapu? Yeah. Bill Dundee defeated... Tri-State Champion Gorgeous George Jr. via disqualification. Big Red defeated Southeastern Champion the Mongolian Stomper via disqualification. NWA World Champion Harley Race battled Jerry Lawler to a 60-minute time limit draw. 12th of the December, Boston Gardens, WWF, 7,716. Moose Monroe defeated Pete Austin. Johnny Rods defeated Frankie Williams. Baron McElsacluna defeated Johnny Rivera. Dominic Danucci fought Butcher Vachon to a draw. Peter Movia and Chief Chase Strongbow defeated Tag Champions Toro Tanaka and Mr. Fuji by disqualification. Gorilla Monsoon defeated the Golden Terror. World Champion Billy Graham defeated Ivan Putski in a steel cage match. There is a show the 15th in all Japan. Again, the Sumo Hall, Tokyo, 12,000. Amongst the matches is Billy Robertson defeating Kusatsu, the Destroyer and Texas Red defeating the Moti Inoa and Akihishi Takashichiho, Giant Bubba and Jumbo Saruda defeating Kentora Oki and Kim Duk. And the Funk Brothers, Terry and Dory, defeating the Sheik and Abdullah the Butcher via disqualification to win the 1977 World Open Tag League Tournament. There is a show on the 19th of December in Madison Square Garden, 22,095. Mil Mascaris defeated WF champion Billy Graham due to blood stoppage. Arnold Skolan defeated Laura Banner by countout. Bob Backlund defeated Mr. Fuji. Dusty Rhodes defeated San Stanzak. Chief J. Strongbow defeated Toro Tanaka by disqualification. Golden Terror battled Dominic Danucci by dis- battled Dominic Danucci to a double countout. Butcher Vachon defeated Johnny Rivera. Tony Guerrero and Larry Zabisco defeated Larry Sharp and Jack Evans. Baron Mikel Sakuna defeated S.D. Jones. Uh, 21st of December, Miami Beach Convention Center, Dusty Rhodes defeated WWWF Champion Superstar Billy Graham by disqualification with a special guest referee of Don Curtis. And then finally, on the 26th of December 1977, Gorilla Monsoon wins a battle royal at Nassau Coliseum to win the rights to face Superstar Billy Graham for the WWF title. I guess that match is happening at a further date. So, ladies and gentlemen, notwithstanding that, let's head down to ringside to see what we've got on this week's episode of Hamburg All-Stars. Ladies and gentlemen, do please enjoy. Following wrestling intermission requires discretionary viewer participation. This week on All-Star Wrestling, we'll be taking a look at individual competition. And Bob Backlund is scheduled to appear, the All-American boy, along with Bill Osprey and the Olympic champion, Ken Cicero. Hello, everyone. My name is Vince McMahon. Welcome to All-Star Wrestling. Also scheduled, Tony Gurria, who certainly is in the ring at this moment, as a matter of fact, looking forward to facing his opponent, pretty boy, Larry Sharp. Dynamite Jack Evans will be meeting rugged Dominic DiNucci, and we shall have those matches. The Tony Gurria match to begin things off when we return 
after, ladies and gentlemen, we take a look at the National Juvenile Diabetes Professional, Professional Wrestlers Strike a Blow Against Juvenile Diabetes. Hi, my name is Larry Zabisco. This here is my, my tag team partner, Mike, and we're in a fight against juvenile diabetes. But we can't, we can't take it on alone. It's, it's an opponent that's a little bigger than both of us. We need your help, and we're asking for your help to, to fight against the, the disease that, that takes 300,000 lives a year in this country, and we need your help. The proceeding was a public service announcement on behalf of the local chapter of the National Juvenile Diabetes Foundation and Capital Wrestling Corporation. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is All-Star Wrestling, promoted by Phil Zatko, supervised by the State Athletic Commission and the officials assigned Chief Deputy Commissioner in Charge, Nick Santoro, the doctor in attendance at ringside, Dr. Warren Silverman, the timekeeper at the bell, Mike Mittman, and the referees for this hour of wrestling, Dick Worley, Wee Willie Weber, and my name is Jill the opening contest, it is scheduled for one fall with a 10-minute time limit here in the corner to my right from Auckland, New Zealand, weighing 248 pounds, here is Tony Garia. And in the corner to my left, from Paulsboro, New Jersey, weighing 252 pounds, introducing Pretty Boy Larry Sharp. We are here with action. Dick Worley's our referee, Tony Guerrero, black trunks, black boots, going against Pretty Boy Larry Sharp, wearing red and white singlet, black boots. Larry Sharp, a name you may be familiar with. He is the man who created the Monster Factory. He is a professional wrestler. He debuted in 1974, trained by Mr. Fuji, Gorilla Monsoon, Nikolai Volkov. Retired in 2004, but most famously, he is the trainer of a hell of a lot of talent. Wrestling students have included... Tony Atlas, Big Show, the late great Bam Bam Bigelow, D'Lo Brown, the late great Chris Candido, Cliff Compton, Sonia Dutt, Giant Silver, Barry Hardy, Chris Harris, the Headbangers, King Kong Bundy, Balls Mahoney, Ray Odyssey, the Pitbulls from ECW, Raven, Rocco Rock, Sheamus, JT Southern, Tony Stetson, Bill Irwin, Tatonka, Tank Toland, Virgil, Kevin Von Erich. And the Godfather. That is a hell of a lot of that is a Hall of Fame talent worthy list that uh, came out of the Monster Factory that is still open. It is open in uh, Paulsboro, New Jersey, currently run by Danny Cage. It is considered to be the first publicly available professional wrestling school. Larry Sharp opened the wrestling school with Nature Boy Buddy Rogers in 1983 and wrestled part time until retiring in 1991. The Sharp had trained wrestlers prior to officially opening the school. The most, the, the famous, the first famous pupil was Bam Bam Bigelow. So that is uh, 
That is the uh, the story of Larry Sharp. You may have heard in other podcasts people talking about him when he was um, in later years. But he is a uh, a consummate athlete and a hell of a trainer. The names, some of the names, some of the obviously you know we know who Raven is, we know who Chris Candido is, we know who all of them are. They've had a varied amount of success, but most of the success has been a very very high level. Sharp, better watch yourself. Nice maneuver there by Larry Sharp. Head scissors uh, getting out of that red chin look there by Larry Sharp. Pulled the hair though, so Dick Worley's breaking the hold. Tony Guerrero been wrestling for quite a while here, 1977, I think. So he wrestles for quite the quite the time, and then becomes one of Vince's uh, behind the scenes guys. So Tony Guerrero's from New Zealand. He has been wrestling. He's only been wrestling since 1971, so he's only been wrestling six years at this point. But he is a, a stalwart of the WWF. Hammerlock reversal now by Larry Sharp. Vince putting over Dick Worley, and so he should. Nice bit of wrestling here by Larry Sharp. Blonde hair, good looks. Hence the name Pretty Boy. Shoulders, one shoulders, oh, shoulders, shoulders, shoulders are just up there by Tony Guerrero. Larry Sharp still with the hammerlock applied. Shadows on the mat, a little deceiving. Look like his shoulders were down, but it's only because tries to get a pin. Tony Guerrero's managing to muscle his way over. One, two, Jesus, that's a fast count, Whirly. Holy moly, Whirly. That's Earl Hepner esque bullshit, that is, man. So there's still no um, partner for Vince. He's, they haven't replaced Antonino Rocker, who uh, passed away back in September time. Tony Guerrero still trying to get out of this move. Tony back to his feet, along with Larry Sharp. Over the hip, nice takedown. Hip toss by Guerrero gets out of the hammerlock and sends Larry Sharp to the mat. So this obviously uh, aired on the 31st of December. Uh, was I don't know when it was filmed, taped, probably taped back in the middle of December before Christmas but there's still a lot of got people wearing shirts and short shirt sleeves here there's no sort of coats and hats and scarves because I would imagine the uh, agricultural hall here in Hamburg Pennsylvania probably had no central heating <laughs> shove up by sharp shoulder tackle by Sh uh, Guerrero down goes sharp off the ropes sunset flip oh sorry leapfrog into a headlock takedown much to the crowd's delight. Shoulders down, Whirly's down there counting. Very fast. I'm not. I don't appreciate. Don't appreciate Whirly's fast counts there. Up. Certainly, I think the uh, combination of Bisco, So we still haven't heard the uh, the famous uh, the the famous the doctor at ringside yet. I don't know when he um. I don't know when he starts appearing. He may be there, but may just not be on. Um, he may just not be on television yet. I don't know when he starts appearing. 
So this is 1991. I thought he was there in the... I think he is, he is there in like the late 70s, early 80s, Dr. George Zahorian. We've yet to hear that name. By uh, Joe McHugh. Oh, shout out some stomps to the arm of Greer. That arm that he's been working over with the hammerlocks. Oh. Forearm smashed to the back now. Larry Shatner wrapping the arm around the ropes and attacking it. Tony Guerrero looking uh, quite in pain here. Oh, pointing the elbow to the uh, back there of Guerrero by Sharp. Gets him by the arm. Arm bar tight to the shoulder. Takes him down to the mat. Does Larry. Guerrero trying to escape out of this. Can't quite. Sort of a dangerous maneuver Tony Guerrero just did. Oh. Flipping over like oh. on his back. Stretching that arm out there by Larry Sharp. Guerrero trying to escape. Still can't. Larry Sharp's hooking this in. This is a very competitive match. Considering Larry Sharp's sort of uh, fairly new to the game. to build some momentum, but Larry Sharp once again takes him down, perhaps by the assistance of a hair pull. Hooking the elbow, nice take down, however, Sharp brilliantly hangs on as well. All right, once again, Sharp will not let go of that arm. Oh, that did it. Nice maneuver by Correa. And Correa let him have it right about now. So Larry's been in the WWF since uh, August of 1977. He had a couple of matches in August, then went back to Mid-Atlantic, then been here all the time now since September. So he's not um, he's not any you know anything to sniff at, if you will. And then he is here until he's then off. Yeah, he's here on and off. 1978. 1979, 1980, he's here on and off for quite a while. His last match in the WWF is the 16th of August, 1980. No. His last match in the WWF is 1982. Officially, his last match is the 25th of July, 1985. Teams with Moondog Spot. Losing against the Killer Bees. He then goes to... Uh, he then has a match in NWA Polynesian. Then Pro Wrestling USA. And then he is in Memphis in the summer of 1986 for... Four matches. Predominantly, well, teaming with Bam Bam Bigelow. 
So he, he may be a face and name that we see familiar on Hamburg All-Stars. Tony Greer blocks a right hand and then side headlock. Oh! Smushed to the mush by Greer. And again, right in front of the referee, but the referee does nothing. There's no rules here in WWWF. Shove off by Sharp. Sunset flip by Guerrilla. One, two, no kick out. Big round by Guerrilla. Rocking Larry Sharp. And again. Referee's telling him to open up the fist, which he doesn't, and then knocks down Larry Sharp. Goes for the cover. One, no. Kick out quick by Larry there. This has been a nice little opener. Good 10 minute match so far. Very uh, back and forth competitiveness. Oh, Tony Guerrero with those big fucking closed fists. I thought he was supposed to be a fucking good guy here. Oh, yes. Shove off by Sharp. Oh, bell rings, bell rings. Time limit draw, I guess. Time limit draw, I guess. I guess they have had their 10 minutes. Let's hear from Joe McHugh. Our ring announcer getting the official word from Dick Worley, and if we may, let's pick it up as well. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this match went the full 10-minute time limit. Referee Dick Worley awards the decision to Tony Garia. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. Fucking bullshit. And Larry Sharp is not happy. Larry Sharp attacking Tony Garia now after the match. Knees and clobbered forearms. Choking him over the top rope now. Larry Sharp is pissed. Throws him off. Larry Sharp continues to clobber and whips Tony Guerrero. Ducks down. Big back boy drop down goes Guerrero. Larry Sharp stomping away on the uh, New Zealand native. Picks up Guerrero again. Whips him. Ducks down. Oh, but Tony Guerrero kicks him in the mush. Tony Guerrero firing up. Big drop kick by Guerrero. Over the top goes Larry Sharp. Hard to the floor. The wooden parkade floor here in the Agricultural Hall of Hamburg, PA. Crowd are loving that. Achoo. Larry Sharp does not like what has happened to him and certainly did not like that decision by referee Dick Willey. Judgment call by the official and that's the way it's gonna go down in the record book. A victory for Tony Garea. We shall return, ladies and gentlemen, with the All-American boy, Bob Packlin. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the next bout is scheduled for one fall with a 10-minute time limit here in the corner to my left from Halifax, Nova Scotia, weighing 223 pounds. It is Terry York. And his opponent in the corner to my right from Princeton, Minnesota, weighing 234 pounds, it is the ever popular Bob Backlund. Tingles action again. We will remember the official Terry York, who looks like he went to school with goddamn Methuselah. Red Trunks Black Boots going against Bob Backlund. Black Trunks Black Boots. The All-American Boy from Princeton, Minnesota. 
Cold air by type. Hair pulled by, nope. Pushes in the ropes by York. Clean break. Clean break. Both in a circle. Go behind by Backland. Terry York gets the ropes. You can, in the description, I try and put the cage match links in for wrestlers. So you can look at the... Um, you can look at who's who's who, and you'll find that Terry York only had 77 matches. But his first match was in 1964. <laughs> so at this point, he is a 13-year uh, veteran. Um, and he is... Uh, yep. This is actually filmed on Boxing Day, apparently. Holy fuck. Yeah, it's filmed on Boxing Day. So yeah, uh, he wrestles this. He has one more match. I mean, he has a couple more matches in the WWF. He has his last match in 1985, losing to the Junkyard Dog. How old is he here? So he died in 2011, age 78. So he died in 1970. So he, fuck me. So he was two minus nine, no, 2000. So he was born in 1933. She's 44 here. Jesus Christ, she looks old. Bob Backlund, who would then reverse the roles in 1994 and be like 44 and 1944. 40, yeah. <laughs> when he became the champion in 94, he was pretty old. So, but he looks... He looked better then than Terry York does now, if you catch the drift. Bob Backlund is, uh, he's not been champion yet, has he? I don't think. I need to look at this again. Again, I'm using the, the same cage match links as what you can. So, he has, when did uh, Bob Backlund start wrestling? Bob Backlund started wrestling in 1974. And he's been about here in the WWF on and off. He's also been in the AWA. Oh, yeah, he's not been the champion yet. He wins the title. He wins the title in February. So he's not that far away from winning the title, I see. Oh! Brings the ears of uh, Terry York. Puts him out of the corner. And does it again. Puts the uh, head and in the legs like he's going for a pile drive and then just jumps up and down. Terry York now back off in the corner. Irish trip by Backland. Oh, good lord. Chest first goes Terry York into the corner. Terry York begging off. Doesn't want to take any more from Mr. Backland. Terry York hooking his arms around the uh, ropes so he can't be taken out. A very European uh, style about him does Mr. Terry York. Terry Hook uh, back off in the corner again. Bobby Backland sent to the ring, calling over top. Hammerlock, no arm ringer by Backland. Oh, Jesus Christ, trying to wrench the arm of Mr. York off. 
ever, I believe, in the Worldwide Wrestling Federation. He started wrestling when he was 10 years old. So despite his rather young age, Backlund has a tremendous amount of experience under his belt. Terry York pushes Backlund into the corner. But goes for an ship, but Backlund reverses. Chest first goes Terry York again in the in the corner. Irish up by Backlund. Back body drop. Backlund now goes behind. Picks him up. Pure strength holds him up. And atomic drop. Goes for the cover. One, two, three. Win on a match. Mr. Bob Backlund. Picked him up for that with that fucking atomic drop with fucking ease. Carried him around the ring and then boom. The atomic knee drop delivered by Bob Backlund. Let's get the official time. And the time of the fall, four minutes and 59 seconds. It is the winner, Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund victorious in... Uh, we shall return, ladies and gentlemen, as we continue with an interview, so stay with us. To my right, ladies and gentlemen, Fred Blassie, along with Mr. Fuji and Professor Teru Tanaka. You were uh, speaking earlier this week, Mr. Blassie, in an interview recently uh, about uh, a certain, I don't know, there was vitamins, pills of some descriptions that uh, you give Professor Tanaka. That's along right. Along with Mr. Fuji. These vitamins are only known to... Mr. Fuji and myself. Oriental uh, in stock? Uh, Oriental. Ginseng, ginseng, ginseng. Beg your pardon? Ginseng. Well, the professor thinks it's ginseng, but Fuji and I, we came up with a little concoction of our own, and we tell professor it's ginseng, but it is not ginseng. Oh, because yeah. anybody can get ginseng. Well, then, then why lie to Professor Tanaka? We're not lying to Professor Tanaka. We are giving him ginseng, but we're adding a little something extra to it. That's not what you just said, Fred Blassie. What did I say? You, you are... What? You said Professor Tanaka thinks it's ginseng. It's not. That's right. He thinks it's all gin ginseng, but it is not all ginseng. So you stretch the truth a little bit. You don't tell well, everybody everything. Do you deal with all of your men? Do you stretch the truth? I mean, what about negotiations? What about the bank account? Do you stretch the truth there also? There's the bank account. Put the camera on these little gems over here. You see them? That's not stretching to it. Them, them's all diamonds. All diamonds. And my men love to see me in diamonds. They love to see me in sequin jackets. Liberace, eat your heart out. That pencil neck geek, he emulated the great Fred Blassie, you know. This guy used to come out here in tuxedos, sit at the piano and play until he saw the great Fred Blassie out in Hollywood, California. And now that pencil neck geek is wearing sequin jackets, ermine capes, and the likes of that, you know. But after all, he does not have the class and finesse of Freddie Blassie. He sits out there like a ding-a-ling. Mr. Right. Fuji, how do you and Professor Tanaka feel about keeping uh, Fred Blassie in uh, all of sartorial splendor, knowing full well but that it's you and Professor Tanaka risking life and limb rather in the ring all the time? Let me tell you this much. It is honor for Professor Tanaka and Mr. Fuji to work for Lush's number one manager, Freddie Blassie. He should be manager of here. But you force crook because no more Japanese judges. Remember, you have all American judges. No more Japanese judges. I say, Blassie just barely lose. But let me tell you, we give him everything. We give him our money. 
Everything. Uh, he buy Tanaka new car, buy me new car. What more we want? Plus friendship, very important. Right? Right, right. Does a new car and friendship make you happy being associated with Fred Blassie, Professor? This man, the number one Hollywood man, he come all the way from Los Angeles, Hollywood. He's uh, very famous back there. We very famous Japan. This man make us famous too in America. Now, oh, see, you don't know, but I've made 17 different trips over to Orient. Every time I go over to Japan, I'm welcome at Professor Tanaka's uncle's house. Former Premier Tanaka. Who was indicted, as you will. He was not indicted. In other words, you're trying to say that Professor Tanaka's uncle was a thief. He is not a thief. He is not a thief. He is a very honorable man. Mr. Fuji, I assume with the ancestry similar to that of Professor Tanaka? Oh! Mr. Fuji's ancestry goes back. Do you know one of Mr. Fuji's ancestors is the one that made Hawaii? 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 What does Hawaii have to do with Japan? What does Hawaii have to do? One of, I said Mr. Fuji's ancestor came from Japan over to Hawaii, settled there, and made Hawaii a very well-known place. And then he went back to Japan. Now these pencil neck geeks out here don't know their history of Hawaii. See? Now courtesy Ikea, his uncle was a king over there in Hawaii. But Mr. Fuji, his ancestor, is the one that financed the whole deal. These two gentlemen come from a great line of bankers. Bankers? Bankers. They are you, have more are you money alluding than to Carter's the, got pills. Are you alluding to the Fuji Bank? Fuji Bank. We're talking about the Fuji restaurant. We're talking about the Fuji building. We're talking about a conglomerate there. I guarantee that is second on. IBM is just a small little iota. You could drop IBM in the ocean and it wouldn't be missed. But if you were to pull all the money from the Fuji family off the bank, off the stock market there, the whole thing would collapse. Now, that is pretty strong, and that is pretty wealthy. Fred Blassie, along with Mr. Fuji and Professor Taru Tanaka, extolling the virtues of the tag team combination and their wealth, as well as their ancestry. And we shall return with more wrestling in a few moments. If you, if you, if you ever watch this, Joe Tanaka, 37, Mr. Fuji, 34, Freddie Blassie, 59. It's like bananas. Here in the corner to my left, from Columbus, Ohio, weighing 240 pounds, it is Frankie Williams. And in the corner to my right, from Mexico City, weighing 225 pounds, here is the sensational international star, ladies and gentlemen, Mil Mascara. Mil Mascaras, his opponent Frank Williams, and we're set to begin the action. We're back in the ring, Frankie Williams, Blue Trunks, Black Boots, going against the legendary Mil Mascaras. Red and green tights, red boots, red and green mask. Dick Worley, the referee. Clean break off the ropes by Frank Williams. Mel Mascaris calling over type again. Tired headlock by Mascaris. He's here on and off for many years. He is. Uh, he appears even in 1997 WWF in the Royal Rumble. 
covered uh, last month by OVP in their uh, pay-per-view review, available only on patreon.com forward slash OVP podcast. Another uh, wrist lock here, another match, another wrist lock, reversal by Frankie Williams. Muscrush takes down the legs to break the hold. The man of a thousand masks, Mill Muscrush. Oh, right by Frank Williams. Looks Muscrush in the corner, and again. Reverse chin lock by Williams. Take down there by Muscrush. Leg lock now by Mill Muscus. Mill Muscus is still. I didn't realize he was still alive. Holy shit! I just looked. He's 81. Obviously, a legendary family. He's been wrestling since 1963. Retired in 2019. Wrestled uh, in Japan. Feuded with Billy Graham when he was here. He also wrestled in WCW. Uh, famously faced Cactus Jack in 1990. Where uh, Cactus Jack did that um, splat on the ground. And Jim Cornette with a great call. He's, he's, dead, he's dead or something like that. Because Cactus took the, took the bump. Body scissors now by Mascus. Stretching the arms of Frank Williams. Still with the body scissors. Like a laying down bear hug kind of thing. He's only 30 odd here as Maskris, but he looks really fucking old with that mask on. Body scissors still by Maskris. Put him back on the arms of Frankie Williams. Oh, now moving the uh, legs to the back of the head to stretch out those shoulders. But Maskris is being countered because he's got his arms, he's got his shoulders down. Dick Worley countered him. Mill Muscus not happy about that. <laughs> Shoulders are down again. One, two. Frank Williams trying to get out of this. One, two, three. No, two count. Body scissors still applied here by Muscus. He keeps trying to turn it around, and Frank Williams trying to. One, two, no. Frank Williams is bridging back to try and pin Mascaris. One, two, no. Another cradle a pin there by Mascaris on Frankie Williams. Frank Williams gets the ropes. We get a clean break. And we do. Crowd, uh, don't know what to do about this. Armbar <laughs> by Williams. Bad by Williams still. Mascaris down to one knee. Mascaris tries to take the legs of Frank Williams again. He does. Now they modified figure four kind of manoeuvre here by Mascaris. Just got to move that leg down and hook that leg up. Frank Williams gets to his stomach. Mascaris has still got hold of the legs. I pull him back on the chin. STF styley here. Oh. Punch to the gut there by Frankie Williams. Dick Worley admonishing him, admonstrating him on the uh, clenched fist. 
Both men circling. Call now about. Side headlock by Mascaris. Cinching in. Shove off by Williams. Shoulder tackle by Mascaris. Down goes Williams. Picks him up. Reverse chin lock. And a slam. Oh, now I go for a stump puller of sorts with the arms. He's got his butt on his on Frank Williams' head and then he's pulling the arms back. Frank Williams managed to get to the ropes. Oh, right hand by Williams. Whips him corner to corner, but reverse by Mascaris. Williams comes out of the right hand corner and slammed down by Mascaris. Mascaris goes up to the top rope with his back to Williams and a flying crossbody. One, two, three. Mill Mascaris. Showing off a bit of lucha libre there and gets the win. Mascaris, one of those patented maneuvers of uh, this gentleman from Mexico. Mascaris with a flying body press, victorious over Frank Williams. And the time, five minutes and twenty-four seconds. The winner, Mil Mascaris. Bill Mascaris victorious. Let's go up on the top rope with Mill Mascaris as uh, we saw him earlier. Mascaris now getting set. Williams just turning around, coming back to lock up with Mascaris. Really doesn't know where he was at that moment. Mascaris, what tremendous athletic abilities and talent and balance displayed by Mascaris. We shall return, ladies and gentlemen, with Luis Albano's Ken Patera. Ladies and gentlemen, the next bout is set for one fall with a 10-minute time limit here in the corner to my right from Chicago, Illinois, weighing 260 pounds, introducing Pete Austin. And here coming down the aisle, ladies and gentlemen, ready to step into the ring. Here he is from Portland, Oregon, weighing 309 pounds. Ladies and gentlemen, the strongest man on earth, Ken Patera. And here, here ladies and gentlemen, is Ken Patera's manager, the one and only Captain Lou Albano. The slovingly Luis Albano. Lou Albano getting a I think Lou's been on his holidays, he's looking rather tanned. Can Patera here, blonde haired Patera, green singlet. He's taken off his uh, outer clothes, his outer jacket and outer trousers. Pete Austin, the opponent, red uh, singlet, black boots. Can Patera getting uh, booed and cheered and booed and. He's shouting at Vince about something. Oh, green boots. Lovely green singlet, green boot combination here by Mr. Patera. The lovely smiley gentleman that he is. Takes off his uh, tracksuit. Former Olympian. Current world's strongest man, I believe. Or some. Uh, he's a, he, he, the last couple of years or whatever, he's the world's strongest man. But the bell is ringing. We are underway. Both mid circle. Calling over top. Shoving competition now. Oh, Peterson's uh, foot slipped off the apron. 
And Patera now taking advantage of this and stomping Austin behind the head. Headlock takedown by Patera. Goes for the cover. One. No. Kick out by Austin. Kick by Patera. Kick by Patera. Both men are very similar size, very similar build. Side headlock there by Austin. Patera pushes him at the ropes. Oh, forearm shot by Patera. Brings Pete Austin out of the uh, ropes, gives him an elbow, picks him up with ease. Holy shit, slams him down by Patera. Elbow drop. Lurabano uh, very happy, showing the crowd how easy it was for Patera to slam Pete Austin down. One, two. I think Albano's got a perm, you know. It looks very uh, frizzy and permy, that hair does. Obviously, it was the fashion in 1978, 1927, whatever, the very late 70s. Forearm smashed by Patera. Austin whips him into the ropes. Back, body drop with ease. Uber drop by Patera. Patera picks up Pete Austin. Bear hug, bear hug, bear hug. He's got him. He's got him. He's got the bear hug in the middle of the ring. Wee Willie Webber's in there. And that's it. That's it. Pete Austin gives. Pete Austin gives. The winner of the match, Ken Patera. All the way through that match. Let's get the official time. It is the time, two minutes and 29 seconds, the winner, Ken Patera. Ken Patera, the strongman, victorious, and we shall return as we continue, ladies and gentlemen, with Dominic Dinucci against Dynamite Jack Evans. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the next contest is scheduled for one fall or two curfew. Here in the corner to my right from Venice, Italy, weighing 256 pounds, it is Dominic Denucci. And in the corner to my left from Atlanta, Georgia, Weighing 232 pounds, it is Dynamite Jack Evans. So we'll see if Evans can fare any better than his tag team partner did earlier in the program, Larry Sharp. So we've got Dominic Danucci, yeah, red trunks, black boots going against Jack Evans. Oh, Jack Evans attacking Danucci behind the, behind the referee's back just as the ring bell rings, ding dong. Jack Evans, I've read his name out many times on the results over the last few months. This is the first time I've seen him. He is the tag team partner of Larry Sharp. They wear a matching uh, jumpsuit at the very least. Jack, Jack Evans hasn't taken his jumpsuit off yet. And Dominic Danucci hasn't been able to take his jacket off. It's the jacket! Oh, Dominic Danucci now. Oh, headbutt. Oh, karate thrusts to the trapezius. Dominic Danucci now with a height advantage over Jack Evans. Big right hand. Gets Jack Evans, whips him, and oh, punch to the gut. Down goes Evans and scurries out of the ring. Jack Evans now takes off his uh, jumpsuit. 
Dominic Dunucci takes off his jacket. Jack Evans is wearing a matching outfit with uh, Larry Sharp, the red and white singlet. With stars on it, they've got a very nice matching outfit there. Very, uh, very trendy black boots. Kids backs in the ring. Now begging off in the corner. He's pissed off the Italian. Turns his back. Any honest man's not going to hit him on his back. To Dominic Danucci turns him around. Big right hand. Dominic Danucci, trainer of uh, Mick Foley, Shane Douglas, to name but a few. Jack Evans wants a handshake. I don't think that's going to fly here. Gone over a top. Danucci pushes Evans into the corner. Gets him by the nose. Oh! Takes the takes the nose home with him. Misses him. Oh, bigger end of the mush. Jack Evans is uh, in the corner, holding on to his ears, holding on to his nose, holding on to anything he can. Danucci's punishing the young man. Side of luck now by Danucci. Misses him. With a no, referee's telling him to open the fist. Danucci's telling the note. Still got the side of the lock on. Oh, bro, the referee's back right to the snooze. Right to the snoozle. Danucci now again, side headlock. Shove off by Evans. Short tackle down by, down by Nucci. Yeah, off the ropes. Hip toss by Jack Evans. Good lord. And a kip up by Danucci. Side headlock. Oh. Danucci again with the side headlock. Jack Evans with a pained look on his face. Dominic picking that chin up just a little bit, trying to get it in position. I believe Dick Worley saw that one. And Danucci taking the warning from Dick Worley. Coming off the rope. Shove off by Evans. Total tackle by Danucci. Off the ropes comes Danucci. And a big slam by Jack Evans. But a kip up again by Evans by Danucci. Danucci side headlock, punched in the face. Eat, sleep, rave, repeat. Eat, sleep, rave, repeat. Danucci with a side headlock still. Go for the close fist. Jack Evans has got the hair. Referee's back is turned. Danucci measures the right hand, but. Jack Dick Worley stops him. Shove off by Evans. Shoulder tackle down goes Evans. Off the ropes. Big backboard up by Jack Evans. Holy shit. Off the ropes. Misses the leg drop. Dimitri doesn't get up quite so quick this time. Holding on to his back. Both men struggling to the feet. Evans up to his feet first. Double axe to the back of Danucci. Now the trapezius hold. Working over the trapezius of the uh, the big Italian man. Crowd trying to get behind Dominic. Dominic now having his problems at the moment. Ooh. 
Dominic motioning to go for a low blow. But Dick really sees it, so it stops. Jack Evans still has the. Uh, nope. They say he still has the trapezius hold on, but punch to the gut by Danucci, punch to the back of the head by Evans. Both men trading blows here. Danucci gets the upper hand. Uh, Jack Evans is in the corner, begging off again. Big right hand by Danucci. Brings him out of the corner. Oh! Knee left by Danucci. Off the rope, shoulder tackle, down goes Evans. Off the ropes, whoa! Jack Evans threw Dick Worley right into him. Holy moly, Dick Worley got a shoulder tackle down. Dominic Danucci brings him up, Dick Worley not happy. Dick Worley pissed. Rings the bell. Dick Worley rings the bell. Danucci's been disqualified, I think. Dick Worley's fucking pissed. But we may have a decision here. Dick Worley may award the decision. If he thinks Tanucci intentionally knocked him down, I would suspect that we're going to have a decision in favor of Jack Evans. Our ladies and gentlemen, in five minutes and 46 seconds, the referee has disqualified Jack Evans and awards the decision Danucci. Dick Willie was very aware that Jack Evans pulled him in front of Danucci. Danucci thought he'd been disqualified, but no, Jack Evans has been. Jack Evans runs out of the ring and doesn't want any more Danucci. Danucci now hugging Dick Worley. <laughs> Jack Evans trying to get back in the ring. He wants some more, but does he? Danucci's locked, cocked, and ready to fucking load. We're getting the replay. Danucci comes off the ropes. Shoulder tackle. Jack Evans gets up, grabs Worley, and then throws him at the Danucci, which he was very, very aware of. So, ladies and gentlemen. That is that. We've just watched the 31st of December 1977 edition of All-Star Wrestling. So like I said, next week we're going to be, or next time you're with us, we'll be fast forwarding to the 28th of January. So as always, we will try and fill you in with what's been happening in and around the rest of the wrestling world. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for your continued support and listenership. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter at Old Bakery Pro. You can also, don't forget to follow the network at PTBN Wrestling. Follow the sister network at No So Pod Network. Um, you can find us on youtube.com forward slash at Memphis Cash. You can join the over 400 subscribers to our uh, our little thing over there. Um, yeah, so that's about it. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much to the fine folk of Hamburg, PA. Thank you very much to Vince McMahon and the WWWF. And until next time. Adjourn. 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 Adjourn